we had him got spiritual weapons, amen? amen? And we said this is an unusual weapon, the weapon of righteousness. Hallelujah. And we dealt with 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21, which says, Jesus who became sin for us, so that we could be the righteousness of God. Tremendous scripture that. There was, in other words, there was an exchange. Amen? Jesus did not become a sinner. He became the sin. And the sin was nailed to the cross. And he gave us his righteousness. So you are like Jesus standing before God. That's a tremendous revelation. If you can get that right, you'll be bold as Jesus. So that's why we have to meditate on such scriptures. Amen? You've got to realize that I am right with God because that's what righteousness means. In its simplest definition, I am right with God. So right that we said that there are levels or depths that you grow into in righteousness. Amen? And I said the key to growing into the depth of this righteousness is fellowship. Spending time. Spending time with the Lord. You grow into the depth of that righteousness. Amen? You get so deep in with God that you were raised on different levels. For instance, uh, we said Jacob got into prayer. Yes, Jacob was blessed. Yes, Jacob had a covenant with God already. But he raised his level one night as he prayed. Isn't that true? His level was raised and, and he didn't even know he was blessed already. He said to the angel, bless me. And the angel of the Lord said, and we know that is Jesus. The angel of the Lord said to him, do you know who you are? And sometimes we need to realize, if you don't know who you are, you won't be blessed according to this. And the angel said, release me because the day is breaking. What did he do? Well, he says, I will not let you go until you bless me. He didn't know he was blessed already. Amen. And so, what did the angel of the Lord say? He said, you know what? You are Una Israel. And like a prince, you have power with God. And when you increase your time in fellowship with the Lord, the deeper you go into God, your levels of authority grows. But your responsibility also grows. Hallelujah. And so you can come from sonship into being a prince. And you can get into that big place of powerful authority where you're into kingship. Because the Bible says what? It says Jesus is what? King of kings and Lord of lords. But it says it's also we are princes. The Bible teaches us in Revelations we are also prince and princesses. And we are kings. So Jesus is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Okay, so the intensity or the depth of your righteousness just means more trouble for the devil. <laughs> Amen. And so last week we dealt a lot with sonship. Being sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. Now, this morning, I want to just show us that we said this, made this statement that righteousness, the deeper I go into righteousness, righteousness leads to right living. If I know who am I, then I start living right also. Amen. In fact, the whole Matthew 5, 
Jesus, our Lord and Savior, did not write that scripture to sinners. In Matthew 5, Jesus was telling you, when you are saved, this is how you are going to be. He starts with what? The Beatitudes. Put your attitude like this, you get blessed like that. By the time our Lord and Savior gets to Matthew 6, he tells us, your father knows you have need of all these things, you know, clothing and what you must eat, what you must drink. Your father knows you have need of all these things. Amen. Amen. And that's depth of fellowship with the father. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus, our Lord, the Bible says that he was tempted, yet without sin. Now, some of you that studied with us spiritual warfare, just by his righteous living, Jesus defeated the devil. He couldn't get Jesus to sin. He couldn't get our Lord and Savior to sin. This is why the grave could not hold Jesus. Now, why is this so important? Because the more, my, as I grow in righteousness, I grow into right living. The more I live right, the less handles or places or gaps in your life, there's less gaps that the devil can attack you. Mm -hmm. You first time I've said that. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, he will attack you with maybe a whole lot of other things, but he can't destroy you. Mm -hmm. He won't be able to destroy you. A person who lives right with God, yes, you go through trials, you go through temptations, but he can't destroy you personally. But he can't destroy you. Just because of righteous living, you're living right. Amen. This is why we have Galatians 5, from verse 16, Amen. It, which is teaching us what? Walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So here's the thing. A righteous person has learned to live where? In the spirit. You've learned to live in the spirit now. And so it gives us there the details from verse 19. It tells us the works of the flesh, right? Whatever the flesh catches on, you must know that's a gap that the devil can come in and destroy you. Come in, get a hold of you. I'll say a great man at the Vicky Bay. Yeah. But it does. You can't be vain. And then you want something stronger. And then you're in trouble. And the Bible says it's not necessary to have the vein. It says be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the spirit. Amen. In this week, I was telling somebody, uh, I like when they say, yeah, he must know for Vicky Kane's person. He said, yeah, he's in all crystals of the Rami Arash. We just get drunk with the spirit. And we got no Baba Bash after that. In fact, we feel good after that. We feel refreshed. Hallelujah. So, you know what Vicky Vane of Drunk, but you can tell. Great times. And then others are taking tablets to sleep. Calm it so we can come here. Pray dance. Singing the heavenly language. Talk scripture. 
Hallelujah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Let's go to Galatians 5. And we read from verse 20. I said righteous. If I know my righteousness, it leads to righteous loving. Galatians 5. From verse 20, we'll just read there. Okay, let's read the works of the flesh. I said from verse 16 earlier. This I say, then walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you will. The flesh keeps you back. Living too long in the flesh, it can't be foreign to harm. And the devil, his weapon that he uses now and then is your own flesh. So he says you, you, you can't do nothing if you're going to just live there in the flesh. But if you, let's read verse uh, 80, but if you be led of the spirit, you're not under the law. And there the works of the flesh, they manifested, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Idolatry, the devil still speaks about all this. Witchcraft, <laughs> hatred, variance, emulations, wrong, strife, seditions, heresies. Strife keeps you back. You can't do the things you'd like to do. Isn't that true? There's envies also, murders, drunkenness, rebellions, and such like. Now, I always say, you know, some people say, you see, there's nothing about smoking there. When it says, and such like, and more fragile. You can, in other words, the list is not finished. You can continue with the list. Amen. Okay. It says that, uh, and such like, of the which I tell you, as I've also told you in the past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen? Now, verse 22, this is where we are interested in. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Now there's nine fruits there that's important. This is the, the thing I want to get to you. It's okay. If I have this nine fruits functioning in my life or growing in my life, they're like a protection around me. If all of these fruits is strong in my life, no matter how the devil attacks, this fruit protects me. That's why I said, you might destroy the car, burn the house up. Huh? But it can't get to you. Yes, some of these things might hurt, but you've got endurance. Amen. Some of these things might want to take away your sleep, but I've got peace. Amen. Some of you might be losing friends because they hate you and they're scandaling about you, but you've got love. Amen. Some people, you know, you, you, you're getting angry. You'd like to swear some people, but I've got joy. Make some money, understand what's But I've got this fruit around me. The devil can't get to me. 
personally. Because I've got it all around me. I've got patience. I mean, things are not happening. And instead of things, good things happening to you, all the bad things is happening. But I've got patience. Yeah, I've got patience. So I just hang on to patience. This is why I'm saying that it's a protection. It's like a weapon. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is around you. It covers you. The devil can't get you. Yeah. You let people get you angry to the point that you're even depressed. Huh? What? So mad you can't sleep. Because you don't know about patience. You don't know about long suffering. You don't know about joy. Huh? You don't know about peace. <laughs> you never let the fruit grow in you. I still with me. And we're going to be honest with ourselves this morning. Where does the devil get in? You see, even if I've got, if, if he tempts you with lust, you've got endurance. You've got long suffering where you say no. Amen. And some of you don't understand why are you so miserable all the time? Yeah. Because you've got no fruit around and the devil has got it. Mm -hmm. And yet when you have more the as a way to the devil, you know, and So you're angry all the time. <laughs> Some of you have no patience, huh? Now, we're not perfect. We're also growing in the fruit. But you need to check where you still need to grow. I don't know. I can't judge you. You can't judge me. But you know. Some of you know where you've got problems. The worst problem is that pride. Because pride opens you totally. Pride is the one that, that really just wipes away all your fruit from you. Because there is no love in you. Remember, love keeps the fruit together. If, if I love somebody, I've got patience with them. If I love somebody, I will endure with them. Amen. If you go through all the fruit, love is the one. Love is why I have all the other fruit. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is humble. Isn't that true? Love believes the best of every person. You see, the devil uses people and things and circumstances to get you down. And, and, and if you believe in Jesus and you've got the fruit in your life, he can never break you. He can't break you. Even sickness, diseases can come against you. You cover the fruit. Amen. You still serving Jesus? You don't let and say, why did you let me get sick, Jesus? Here you stand up and dig the yellow knock. You remain faithful. You can let the fruit of faithfulness come up. Hallelujah. And you still praise the Lord. You're still full of joy. Still full of peace. 
Hallelujah. You endure the sickness. And in during the endurance, remember I said, the fruit also helps you with faith. Faith needs endurance. Faith needs joy. Faith needs to stay in peace because the person that's in faith, the word peace is also rest. When I'm in faith, I'm at rest. You can never be in faith and you're worrying your head off. Yet though you're now certain. See, all these are tied together. So this is one shame. Sometimes we don't realize, why is it so important that I have the fruit? But why is it so important that I must stop getting so angry? Why is it so important that I must not allow lust to control me? Why? Because the devil will use wherever you're weak, you get your weak. So 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 10, between verse 3 and 5, it says, For the weapons of our warfare is not carnal, but is mighty through God, by pulling down what? Strongholds, casting down imaginations, taking captive of thoughts. Now, you, you, if you want to know, where am I weak? Look at your mindset. Look at how the devil, come on, here's the wall in the head. Amen. Iman, kijk je net s'nachts. Die kop zegt, je ziet daar hier. Hij lijkt je niet. You work it out here. That means you're working it out wrong in your head. It's a stronghold. Maybe you have a sense of rejection in you. Because of your past, something happened in your past. You've got a sense of rejection. So you think, everybody's rejecting you. Everybody don't like you. That tells you your soul is not alive. And this is why a person of the, in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, you, your soul is quite healthy. Because you know how to discern. Even if they make you angry, even if the person don't love you, your soul is so healthy because you're in the Word, you say, love your enemy. And it's amazing. Even though we're sitting here, there's some of you that got enemies. Some that are proud. You're not saying it out loudly that they're your enemies, <laughs> but you're avoiding them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is happening is that's a place where the devil can come in. It's strife. It'll stop your blessing. Amen. You're giving the devil a license to stop the blessings in your life. Who gave the devil the license? Not Jesus, you. No, no, but they were long to die if I call me. Because some of your life is going on, yeah, you might not have to go, try to she go, hard be able, come and try to she go. But there comes a time when the devil is going to find that place. And not only that, God is going to hold you responsible to fix it. You need to get into the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you fix it. Amen. This is why we said something on Monday. We said, your. Prosperity is tied up in the condition of your soul. 
That thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Amen. Have you seen any laborers? You are not prosper. Because prosperity is not about money and things. Amen. Prosperity, I mean, we, we mentioned it Monday, that Joseph, the Bible says there in the book of Genesis, Joseph was a slave, yet he was prosperous, because God was with him. Amen. He said Joseph was a slave, yet he was a prosperous man because God was with him. And prosperity got nothing to do with things. It got God about everything. Hallelujah. When you're, when you're right with God, see, that's why righteousness is so important. When you're right with God, it doesn't matter what people say about you. What people think about you, what people do against you, because I've got God on my side. Hallelujah! Some of you need a revelation on that. Because you want people to like you. If they don't like it, it's so alright, but you like, you can love them. As long as I know what? God loves me. I've got favor with God. That's prosperity. That's prosperity. I will, I will advise some of you. I'm speaking still scripture. I'm still speaking what Jesus said because our Lord said what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Matthew 5, right? 33 down. It says, and all these other things will be added. But notice what it said. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and what? His righteousness. Now that statement is a very deep statement because do you understand how right was Jesus with the Father? Now, the Father gave me Jesus' righteousness. So I must learn how Jesus walked in righteousness. I must walk the same way. I must learn how to have this relationship with the Father. Come on, it's a hard statements this, that God loves you the same way he loved Jesus. Hard Jesus, uh, you can raise the dead just the way Jesus did. The thing is this, it's a righteousness thing. Amen. I mean, Jesus stood there at the grave of, of Lazarus, uh, there in John 11, and what did he do? He stood there and he said, Father, I know you always hear my prayers. It's a relationship. It's a fellowship. He said, I know you always hear my prayers. And he went and he said, Lazarus, come forth. It's a relationship thing. Now notice it. See, he was the kingdom and his righteousness. The kingdom becomes effective in your life when I walk in this righteousness. Sonship. Priesthood. Kingship. I walk in it. The head hears it. But listen to me. This, it is false if you don't spend time with the Father. It's not real. You don't go to church, you don't read the Bible, you don't pray, you just hear me saying you're a son, and you don't get up over here. You can't. You've got to have a real relationship with fellowship. You can't go out here and say, but if I say, yo, I can raise the dead. Can't you blow? 
Why? Because I did what? I didn't have that relationship with my father. I need to spend so much time with my father that I know he watches over me and he keeps me. And whatever I say, you know, whatever you see, you go to reach that place what that Jesus said. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he shall fill you with it. He said, whatsoever. We can change it. Anything you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, the Father will do for you. And you know what that scripture also means? It says, if the Father don't have it, he'll make it for you. So deep is that relationship. So deep means that if the Father don't have it, He'll give it. He'll make it for you. So deep is it. So what must I be doing most of the days? Three times, three times, whatever. Three times, three times. And then the relationship becomes real. Who makes it real? The Holy Spirit. Help you to make this relationship, this fellowship, real. And... Uh, this is why he said it's a weapon because it says seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness then the kingdom becomes what? effective in earth now kingdom power works for you now angels are released for you hallelujah now whatsoever I bind is bound whatsoever I loose is loose and the gates of hell cannot stand against my place I chase the devil, he's happy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I give the devil hell. Mm. As a pop stand, the devil says, Oh, it's pop this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to give us trouble again today. Yeah. I mean, this is why uh, I told you, because of the depth of fellowship, Smith Wigglesworth had with the Lord, mm. huh? that he can go to the mortuary and say, Who came in? Which, which one just came in now? Huh? Is that Paris? Okay, look. And God raise him up in the name of Jesus. Because he knows his life with the Lord. That is the key to change everything in our lives. The devil don't like people to get close with the Father. That's why, what is the first thing he does in your life? Cut off prayer. Cut off Bible reading. Cut it off so that you don't Get clever. Whenever you with the slimmer. And it's not we go first. He got home and his wife was dead. She died there, so they the bed on the bed. He went in. Lifted her up, pressed against the wall. And told her to arise. She came alive. She said, Smith, what are you doing? Lost me. Because I'm right under your mouth. It's all right, she put her back in the bed. And had her to live. Wow! What a thought of And I was not even dead for her. Paul reached that place, that's why he said, death is the grave where is your victory. Since you've got no steam, death has no steam. Because you reach that place where you're so close to the Father, huh? you're almost like an inner. You walk with God and you can be taken anytime. Death don't scare you. No trouble scares you. Poverty don't scare you. No smile will harm you. Because you're so close to God. And the devil don't like people to get that close. Because he can't do nothing against you. Can you
your lips mouth. So I need to know, this is why, right living, when I start living right, you see, when I get close to the Father, it becomes natural to live right. You love the Father too much to serve. Amen. You love the Father too much to do anything wrong. And if you do do anything wrong, you repent very quickly. You'll even cry and say, Lord, I'm so sorry. How many of you remember when you just got saved? Your spirit was so sensitive. If you said a wrong word, you felt it. It can help forget because your spirit was so new in the Lord. My father said, I'm so sorry. Now, can you hear the air word that comes back to you? I pray that the kid will hear the word. You can hear the word and you don't know what's happening. What's happening? You're so far from God that you become hard. Your soul is not well. Now, I can, we can go the whole morning on the soul realm. The soul realm will tell you, I said, this is what I wanted to get to. The soul realm will tell you how healthy you are. Amen? Amen. How well you are. Because the soul is where the devil plays with you. And it's the mind realm, isn't it? And the mind affects feelings. The mind affects emotions. What you think can affect you. Now, isn't it wonderful if my mind is filled with scripture? It affects my emotions, and that scripture is in my spirit. It makes me want to do things. It, it lets me do the right things. But if my mind is not renewed, and my mind is always full of the world things and so on, it'll hold me back. I will always be miserable. You know, things will not happen in my life. That is why we must renew our mind. We must start thinking scripture. When I think scripture, I can have my soul become healthy. I will stop being uh, selfish. I, I mean, I, I'm a minister to a big man of God, born in his third marriage. And I found it nearly, he ruled us, I lose. Jealous. Jealous and said when his wife told me, she said to me, Pastor, I, it's my lounge in my house with him. I'm married to him. But if other men come and visit, I'm not allowed to sit there. Hmm? So what does that tell you? That, that, that man's soul is sick. He's not well. That's why I'm saying you will know how sick you are in your soul. By judging it with what? The truth. And love. Love does not think evil. Love is kind. Love is patient. In other words, love has all the fruit. Amen. Love is faithful. You will never know how much you love God. How well are you spiritually? From your soul realm, you'll know how well are you spiritually. Are you faithful? Are you full of joy? Are you patient? Are you kind? Do you endure? I'm speaking about spiritual things too. I mean, more, as you will see the soul, you hear the rainbow come from Anaska, I say, I can't be here. Well, Anaska, you can't come away, but you won't come. You won't come. 
But you find those who love God are faithful. Those who love God, they joy us. Those who love God, are they patient? Ah, the Lord tell me that this is more than funny that I get back to say this. Tell people they must stop lying to themselves. Stop saying you love the Lord and you know you will lie. Oh, You work it out with your soul. What takes up your time tomorrow night? So, what a wonderful weapon of just living right. When I live right, the devil can't get to me. But I need to see, before we close this morning, I need to see what is going on in me. Don't check out somebody else. What's going on in you? Who fully remains? Sometimes even how do you feel about yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you hate yourself? Do you condemn yourself always? Whenever you're going negative on people or yourself, there's me later. You clutch clay. This is why it's so wonderful. It's good to listen to the positive faith teachers. Amen. Amen. Because I need to know about myself. Yeah. It can be a person. It can do it. Say, I don't tell me. No need to tell me about myself. Yeah. I need to know who am I in the Lord. The more I know who am I in the Lord, the better for me I move away from the past. Yeah. I, start, I start walking in the newness of my life. Yeah. The king. The prince. Son of God. The one that says, you know, the, the one that the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Hallelujah. The one, you know, the one that has authority with Jesus. The one that's sitting on the right hand side of with, uh, in Christ Jesus, on the right hand side of the Father. Amen. In a place of authority. I get to, I need to know those things. Don't meditate on your weaknesses. You're just going to get more weak. Spend time on what the Bible says who you are. Fix up that emotions. Don't let lust rule you. Don't let the flesh tell you what to do. Time some of you put your foot down on the flesh and say, No! Huh? I'm not going your way anymore. I'm going the God way. Hallelujah. I tell you, the devil is going to get a shock when you change your mind and say, I'm not doing this flesh thing. I'm going that way. Listen, any person can come out of their backsliding with a positive decision. Any person. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, if a drug guy, a drug addict, can get up four in the morning and go look for a merchant, why can't he use that same energy and go to church? Or use that same energy and run to a field and go pray? When he got the image, he says, should be drug. He doesn't care what time of the morning or night it is. You go look for that drug. With that same energy, you can run rather to a felt and go pray. Yes. I say, you know, I'm not drugs, but I'm not a drug. 
by the spirit of suicide on me. So what I do? Instead of going to hang myself again, I rather made the devil mad. I went and prayed and said, Help me, Father! Save me, Lord! Give me today, Lord! I don't know if I can handle today. Amen. You know what? Don't look at me quiet. It's definitely quiet, but I look it. It's the Lord help me. Deliver me! Hey, Mickey! And Stefan said, don't have so many nerves come here. Through my nerves. Because you're not changing. Isn't that true? You can stay that way all your life. Or you can decide, let the Lord help you. Amen. Well, you all know this. I'm throwing a If my mind never changes, your life will never change. I said, if your mind don't change, you'll never change. And if you don't change, the devil knows I got you for good. And you're so freaked. I'm sorry. And you're so good. I'm going to kill you in that state that you are. I'm going to take you all the way and kill you. Did you hear what I'm saying? And the devil's got the place. You will ride it if we don't know. 58, 68, but he's going to kill you one day. Yeah. For that same weaknesses you never saw there. Yeah. Amen. So, I need to change my thinking, and my thinking will change my lifestyle. And, and, and what must I think about? Love. Love is kind. Love does not think evil. Love is faithful. Huh? You know, it's like a guy that's married and I'm the time of way down my back with his so faithfulness, love is faithful. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. Why? If I go that way, I'm destroying everything mm -hmm. that I've got. Isn't that true? Mm -hmm. I'm destroying a person's life, my life. I'm going to risk what for poor Allah's people, you're messing. You destroy everything. Nobody is calm. Nobody is scared to come back in. No, I'm not you can find a new church. So, this is why it's so important to cover yourself with the fruit. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Make sure you've got the fruit. Now, I can go one step further this morning. And uh, <clears throat> you must put on the breastplate of righteousness, Ephesians 6.40. And the breastplate of righteousness makes us courageous and bold to face life. It bores us to cover, it says put on the breastplate of righteousness. It's this attitude. I'm right with God that no one can bound and hurt us. You got that what If I'm right with God, then I mustn't be scared of nothing. It's a breastplate of righteousness. I'm bold. It says, you must be bold as a righteous. And what the righteous is as bold as a liar. Why are you bold? Because God is on my side. God is my father. So I become bold in life. Now, I didn't say bold means to be rude. It just means I step up 
and become courageous in life and almost scared to face life. Amen. 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 You're bold. You're courageous. And the devil don't like courageous people because he had Alice try as a river. Don't try things in your own strength. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you're going to be very disappointed. In fact, you might get things right. Even though you get it right, it can destroy you. Yeah. There's some people who got businesses and it destroyed them. When you've got the righteousness of God and you're doing things, stay balanced. Yeah. Don't let the business take over. Yeah. Stay with Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Some people want money come in. Ha! It's not even like I have to be open to the right. They lose balance. And from Kay is it. Finish. But if you do things in the righteousness of God, He gives you the energy to go on, He gives you the wisdom to go on. Hallelujah. In fact, when God has given you something, whether it's a business or so, you need to even be praying more. You need to be even more on your knees than ever before. Because he's the one that has given it to you. He's the one that's going to help you keep it. Amen. But I'm saying this, that you have to put on the breastplate of righteousness. So that you can move on in life. Why? Because we have a relationship with God, intense fellowship with God. Amen? That's the breastplate gives us what? Courage. How did I get courage to get up in life and go on? You know, I spent time with the Lord, so much time that one day the Lord said to me, you can't sit here all your life. The Lord said, you've got to go and face life. I said, Lord, I cannot speak. The Lord said, but you're talking to me now. Your speech is alright when you're talking to me, when you pray. <laughs> Amen. I said, yes, Lord, because in your presence there's love. I am not worked up and stressed out. The Lord said, well, go with the same love and love the people the way you love me. Your, your tongue will be loosed. Amen. Amen. Yeah, how I say, go, the way you love God, you must love people. And the Lord said, your tongue will be loosed if you do that. So I went up to look at you some moment. I walked down the street, hello, <laughs> 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 With a smile. And mind you, people look back and greet us. Yeah. And soon I could come witness. I started to witness to gangsters at night. Yeah. Met them under their poles. I was starting to scare Hello? Can I tell you about Jesus? And guess what? I had this in me. I did nothing to that man. I'm going to him because I love him. Mm -hmm. I want to give him Jesus. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. That perfect love casts out all fear. Rise out of fear. Now, what do you do with excess? Praise the leader. Make sure you're right with God. And under this, I'll cap praying. Some people will swear you and chase you away. And even if they do do that, if your love is right, you won't feel broken. Yeah, I was chased out of people's home. But you know, when you love them, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Hallelujah. 
Now some of you, if you've got the rejection problem, if they put you out of the house, they say, I'm going to give you the well, you've got the problem. Jesus said, if they rejected me, they'll reject you. Hallelujah. That's balance. You get the balance right in life. But you don't lose your courage. Keep going. Keep talking to people. Don't lose your courage because you have disappointments. You're not going to win everybody. Hallelujah. You get some of them, others is going to disappoint you. But praise the Lord, you're going to enjoy winning the lost. So David, for instance, why was he not scared of Goliath? Because he had spent so much time with Jehovah in the temple. What did he say to Goliath? He said, the God that delivered me from the bear and the lion will deliver you today in my hands. In other words, I had He already had what? Experience. He's walked with God. <coughs> He's seen what God could do. Amen. He saw what Jehovah could do. Hallelujah. And next was the fruit for him. I mean, that Goliath was big. He said, Oh, I'm the lion and the bear. He's changed. Ooh, if you've got experience with God, is he bound to us? Listen to me, child of God. You must grow up having experiences with God because it makes you grow. Young people, are you here with me? You must take courageous steps in life and grow. You're not going to grow. Don't hide in life. Get up and go. Huh? Do causes. Go, you know. Don't pray for people. You want to grow in the Lord, then do spiritual things. You want to grow in life, go learn and study things. But grow up. God don't want you to be a coward and hide in life. Remember the guy, you know, that hid his talents. Huh? The boss called him what? Evil. He said, I took your talents and I hid it away. But the other one had five, well, I'm not too sure what the number, but he went and what did he do? Invested, worked on it, and five root to ten. He says, I've come here with more fruit. I'm good and faithful servant. The one came with what? Two. Said, I increased it to another two. Says, Well done, good and faithful servant. The one who had one said, I went and hid the talent away. Don't hide in life. Get up and do things. Amen. 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 Jesus wants us to live. He wants us to live. I mean, you know, me, from my high school days, I was an athlete. Didn't go either way. I didn't like it always, but I did. So, I, 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 I remained a 100 meter champ on all my age groups. Till in teacher's college. Teacher's college, I met the Lord. I didn't worry so much with athletics anymore. But I didn't hide my talent. I said, him. Yes, sometimes I fear it, but that's the excitement of life. It's bound I can do it now. I might be scared, but I still don't do it. That's why they tell you, courage doesn't mean it's the absence of fear. There's fear, but I still don't do it. You want to serve God? Go knock on people's doors. There's fear. 
but I still do it. That's life. So what is it? Respect of righteousness makes me move forward. Makes me go into life. Hallelujah. God is interested in you living. As if God is interested in you living. Je moet daar gaar tijd het in die jylle, op hier die aarde, terwijl jy hier is. So dat as jy in die jimmel kom, en sê ek en my vader, jongens, het tijd gaar op jy aarde. We have a time! Alle van jylle het nis getuienis, want jy is droog, jy sit en doe niks. Get up and live. Put on the breastplate of righteousness, be bold, get out into life. Amen. I didn't say go sin. I said get out into life. Je hebt nog nooit geswim, maar je is bang voor water. Wat te denken. It's life. Amen. I remember one time we went to the, we went to uh, uh, as Bella Bella, ne? Eh. Wombat. Wombat. That one sister that went with. Shane, she said, I, I don't swim. I said, you sit here, all day on the grass, you look at people. People, you must stop worrying about everything. I like any guess it's a Coke bottle. Right, right. And go enjoy life. Anyway, we told us sister. We were encouraging her because she had a costume on, but she's going to sit on the grass all day. So I said to her, you see, that bath, think of it as a hot bath, a big bath you're going to go into. And you have no bike. Walk the tower on the edge and the water stands it. Before the day was finished. Don't say dumb about egg, Mr. Lou. Yes, you come down the slide. <laughs> she went and lived life. It's part of life. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. There's things you have to go and do. Good things. Don't hide. The devil don't want people to go forward in life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. And nuts do. Huh? Proverbs 28, 1, to finish with this, the righteous are as bold as a lion. That's when you become bold. What made me bold to go out and preach then was the fact that God was with me. Amen. As you get God is with you, for what is your bow? You know, I was watching people on the TMI program, uh, Total Membership Involvement. It's a seven-day Adventist program in Malawi. They won, in one week, over a thousand people to Jesus. Now, I think those are still healthy Seventh-day Adventists. They still preach the gospel. These Adventists we've got around us here are fighting the churches. They find fault with all the churches. They don't believe in healing. They don't believe in casting out devils. These Seventh-day Adventists around us. I think this is a, these are healthy Seventh-day Adventists. But anyway, what, what it means... Total membership involvement, TMI. It means every person that says they belong to the church must get involved in winning a soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every person that belongs to that church 
By the time they were finished in one week, they had 2,000 people being baptized. Total membership involvement. Now here's the thing. Why wouldn't you get involved to win another person and bring them to Jesus? And just bam. You got fear. You've lost your courage. Amen. Was it a ghost of it? The church should be like that, isn't that true? There should be a total membership involvement. Just me for me to entertain you. Your primary job is to win the lost. You're supposed to get out there and win the lost. But the church has lost its courage. You know why the drug guys is taking over? Because the church is not there. Amen. That's all right, don't pray for Pharaoh. But to go and face a person face to face and tell them they need Jesus takes courage. It's courage to go to a guy that you know who's selling drugs and you can say, you need Jesus. Can I speak to you about Jesus? You don't love them, right? So you go, you know, come to promote them. Tell them, you know what? Don't you want to serve the Lord? I know many times I went to guys like that and they turned around and walked away. It's okay. Somebody else will get the other. It's okay. And if he doesn't listen, it's his fault if he goes to hell. But Jesus loves him. Amen. We don't look at these people and hate them. They need Jesus. Once upon a time, we were also sinners, isn't it? The only difference between me and that sinner is I've got Jesus. He doesn't have Jesus. Hallelujah. So, we've got to get our boldness back. And the reason why we don't have our boldness is because we don't know we have forgotten this, that God is with us. Mm. Romans 8, 31 down. If God be for us, who can be against us? He did not even spare his own son, but gave him up for us. So that we may receive the blessings of God. He spared not his own son. So much God is so much for you. Hallelujah. Who can be against you? Whoever's against you is in trouble. Yeah. I said, whoever's against you is in trouble. Mm. Because if God be for you, who can be against you? Yeah. And so, it's with this knowledge that I'm going to walk in. Be courageous. Hallelujah. I've got to remind myself too, many times. If you feel weak, feel scared to don't do or face people, huh? I've got to remind myself, Christ is in me. The hope of all glory. God is for me, who can be against me? And it makes you courageous so that you can get up and start doing something. Hallelujah. We've got to teach our children that shy. Children that don't want to go out and so on. We've got to teach them, God is with you, my child. Don't be scared. Go out there and live life. Live life. Amen. And I mean, you know, uh, I, sometimes I, I like some, some of our township children. Others by every food line. Others by others by it's unkind. Others by failed and snort all my They're not scared to live life. It's filled my stuff. Doesn't have proper clothes, but he's there. 
It's living life. One day you can say, Brother, I said, I can do it, I can do it. Some of our children was boring. I said, Look at the TV. They're bored. They're not living life. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. Get out there. Let me just remind you again. You cannot seek the kingdom of God if you're not going to include what? Righteousness. You're not going to be blessed. You must include your righteousness. What, what must I find out about righteousness? I've got his righteousness. In other words, I've got the right to take out of the kingdom. I've got the right to claim kingdom blessings. I've got the right to go to my father. Amen. And receive whatever I need out of the kingdom of God. And so the devil is very scared of you who knows his righteousness. He's bound to you. There's a whole lot of other scriptures, God willing, we will quote them next week, amen, and give it to you. But this morning, just know something. The devil can't do me nothing when I'm covered. Huh? But the fruit, what is the fruit? The fruit tells me that I'm living right. I live right, I do the right things. The devil, the devil can't touch you. He couldn't touch Jesus. He can't do nothing. Yes, he can break your car, he can try to make your body sicker, but you get out of it because you are righteous. Mm. We'll read all that scriptures next week. Let's stand. Praise God.